What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is our third episode today, and if you're new here, Lovercast is designed to basically change your life in whatever ways that I can. You see, I've I started as a fat kid. I was kind of a weird loser. Didn't really have a lot going for me, and I've I've been slowly changing my life. And I've realized that these books I've been reading are, are full of information I can share with people. And so that's kind of what this is. This is like a course designed to help you overcome all the problems that you've been facing. And we all have problems. I don't care who you are. There is information in this that will be able to help you in massive ways. So. First things first, we do have weekly homework. I don't really like that name, but like legitimately, we got weekly homework. So if you haven't set goals from last week's episode, please do that because these episodes are in a specific order and you need to watch them in order or else it's not going to be as impactful as I'd like. So today's topic is actually about how you take those goals and turn those into something real. Now, I'm not as successful as I want to be yet, but I have achieved 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is a pretty massive goal of mine. And I do have a lot of knowledge on how YouTube works and how to go from knowing nothing about a subject to being fairly knowledgeable. I'm not quite mad master level, but I know a lot about YouTube, the inner workings of YouTube, I realized that there's actually a way you can become a master at anything. And there's actually a formula for how this works. And I've been doing a lot of research on this in my free time because I'm obsessed with the idea of how people become great. I'm honestly obsessed with it, like Beethoven and LeBron James, like anyone that you know that's a celebrity that's amazing at something that blows your mind. You're like, how's that possible? I'm obsessed with them and I study them and I try to figure out what it is that made them get there. And I've read a couple books and I'm actually reading one right now, which is absolutely incredible, highly recommended. And you can find all of my recommended books on my website, www.loverfella.com. But we're going to kind of break this apart and show you how it applies to your life. So mastery, what is mastery? Mastery is when you are Beethoven. Mastery is when you are Picasso. Mastery is when you are the trendsetter of your field. PewDiePie, the biggest YouTuber, creates all kinds of YouTube trends. Every single person you know that's famous is likely a trendsetter. Taylor Swift is a trendsetter, right? She invents her own style of music, all those people. So before you become a master, you first have to figure out what you want to be a master in, right? You can't become a master in anything if you don't know what you want to focus in. So this is why goal setting is important. So hopefully you know what you want to be a master in. But if you don't, if you just feel like you want to become great at something, there are ways to figure out what you want to be a master at. And it all starts inside of you. You're, you want to figure out what makes you different. We all have our own DNA, our own helicases inside of our body that makes us unique. We were all raised differently. We have different experiences we've gone through. We have changed and shaped our lives in so many different ways. And that means we've got different interests. That means we've got different abilities, different skills. And ultimately, no one is like you. No one out there is like you. And so it's important to recognize that and be like, you know what? I don't need to be the next LeBron James if I'm just not that great at basketball. Maybe I'm not that athletic. Maybe that's not for you. Maybe what makes you unique and great is that you have a super big drive for animals and you want to go, I don't know, save animals or something like that. Like we all have something in us that really just brings us alive, something that we're so passionate about. And you have to search inside of yourself. Think back to when you were a kid, six, seven, eight years old. What is it that you always did that you just couldn't get enough of? And for me, I remember at a young age making YouTube videos with my friends and I became obsessive over it at a young age. And then I took a break. Uh, I, I wish I didn't, but I did take a break. And when I got back into it, when I'm a little bit older, I was like, oh my gosh, I still love this. And it was pretty easy for me to figure out YouTube or making videos was my, my calling, but we all have our own. And so don't, judge your own calling based off of what other people have. Just do whatever feels right to you. Do whatever you like the most. So the first step is inward. The second step is look at a career path you're about to begin, all right, and learn as much as possible. Now, if you can get a career path that applies to your calling, that's great. Mine's engineering. It doesn't apply to YouTube editing, but that's okay because the things that I learn in my company, I can apply to my YouTube videos because I work at a massive Fortune 500, actually Fortune 50 company, 
and the way this company is run, I can steal the ways they run this company and run my own business the same way they do. So with things like tier boards and all of this crazy corporate stuff, I steal and use in my own personal life in order to improve the quality of my YouTube videos. So even though it doesn't directly relate, I can tie it in. And so you need to figure out ways to make your job tie into your life. You're working 40 hours per week at a company, right? Maybe you don't even like that job, which hopefully you do, but you need to figure out a way to make it valuable. And the most valuable thing to get early on in your career is knowledge. A more educational job over a high paying job any day because education pays off magnitudes higher than a couple of extra thousand dollars will in your life. So the more you're learning, the more you're gonna make long-term. So then after you, um, get your career path figured out, whatever that would be, you're going to go ahead and just look at it, not like a straight path line, you're going to look at it as maybe I'm going to be the weird guy who somehow ties engineering into gaming videos. And that's what makes me unique. This somehow ties in pharmacy to, I don't know, being a professional food eater, right? Maybe that's something you can do. So figure out how to tie in everything you learn together, and you'll start making these networks in your mind that connect, make you even more unique, and then eventually lead to mastery. Another really important step here when becoming a master at something is you want to take an apprenticeship, right? If you can get an apprenticeship with someone who's a master, that's how you can become great. If you look at the great painters back with, like, I bring these guys up a lot because they make some of the greatest art we've ever seen, like the Statue of David and things like that. These painters spent 10, 20 years apprentices just studying what their masters did, right? Just studying and learning and learning and learning. And then eventually they got to a point where they knew as much as their master, much as their leader did, and they could start changing things and start breaking rules. And that's kind of the final step of mastery. Once you go through a really long process of being an apprentice, really long process of learning, and that is your only goal is to learn and learn and learn and understand the basics and the fundamentals. Once you get it down, then you start breaking every single rule you learned and then find out what can make, what, what can you bring? What can you do that's unique? What can you do to completely change the field forever? And it's absolutely incredible once you get to that point. So in your apprenticeship, forget the money, focus on your learning. Education pays off magnitudes in the future. Focus on deep observation, focus on getting skills, focus on experimenting, but more importantly, focus on just learning everything you can. And that's really, in a nutshell, what it takes to become a master. I mean, there's obviously a lot, 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 lot more steps into this, right? I've spent a long time reading, but this is the very brief high-level summary of what it takes to become a master at something. So you're looking at your goals, you're looking at your to-do list this year. What is it you're going to do to start developing some of these plans and processes to get there. So figure out what you love, figure out how to practice, prepare to practice for years and years and years and years. And eventually you'll get to a point where you break every rule you've learned actual insight as to why you're doing it. And you're going to come out with something amazing. And that's it. That's how it works. There's no like way around it. There's no way around the apprenticeship um, phase. There's no way around years and years of practice. There's no one that became famous at piano because they just made a lucky song, right? You don't really get lucky like that. You put in hard work and then lucky things happen to you, right? So that's what you guys need to understand. When becoming a master at something, when becoming famous at something, when becoming great at something, it requires massive amounts of work, constant dedication, tons and tons of failures, but never giving up. Never giving up is very important. Now, we can go into a little bit more depth into this, and that's what we're going to do right now. And this one book I read called Mastery actually brought up something interesting called the seven deadly realities. These are seven things that can ruin your mastery goals, your, your mastery journey. These are seven do not do's and they're very difficult to do. So the first one is envy. We all have envy for people, right? But if you're trying to become a master at something and you become envious of your master or your friends or someone who's better than you, the envy is going to completely consume your life. It'll, it'll slowly eat you alive. So the moment you become envious of someone is uh, really it's a moment where you start to fall apart and you start to lose track of who you are and what makes you unique, right? There's no reason to compare yourself to others. 
when you start conforming to the same mindset and start doing what everyone else does, you'll never be anything amazing. That's why on YouTube, there's thousands and thousands of YouTubers for gaming and none of them will ever go anywhere because they conform to what's normal. They just copy PewDiePie. They copy Markiplier. They don't do anything different. They're just conforming to what's normal and it's not allowing them to be unique and people need more uniqueness in their lives. They already have enough PewDiePies. They don't need more. And so they'll never grow and they'll never go anywhere because they're conforming. Another one is rigidity. And this one's interesting, but to sum this one up, you basically need to maintain an open spirit, let go of bad habits, cultivate new ideas, stay open-minded, can tear your ideas apart. I get told on a daily basis to quit that I'm the worst YouTuber ever. I've had literally 10,000 or more comments in my life telling me to quit YouTube. 10,000 people telling me to quit daily, saying I'm the worst. Don't let that affect you. Stay open-minded, stay positive, don't get rigid, don't close up. Keep working on your goal and know that it will pay off and you will become a master at one time. Another one is self-obsessiveness. Don't obsess over yourself. Don't bring yourself up every single time you're talking to people, especially people that are teaching you. Ask them questions. Be more obsessed over them than you. A good general rule is to revolve all conversations around people you're talking to and their interests. This will allow you to win them to your side, allow them to share even more of their secrets with you. And in time, you'll be able to use those secrets to break, to become a master. It's just a perfect uh, perfect storm here. You wanna be able to not be self-obsessive. You wanna be able to open your mind up, step into other people's shoes, really have empathy for them and understand what they're going through. Don't be lazy. That's the, what is this, fifth? Don't be lazy about things. We have a tendency to do the quickest thing possible. We don't want to do that. What we need to make sure we're doing is the right thing. Even if that means it takes an extra three or four days to get your video out, you do the right thing. If you take lazy shortcuts, you're never going to get there because you're going to be wasting your time, not because someone else is going to do it right. If you take shortcuts, someone else will do it the right way and people will prefer the right way over your lazy shortcut way. Passive aggression is the sixth. If you're passive aggressive against people, it's going to create conflicting emotions inside of you. You're going to lose control over yourself and lose control over your mind. So don't be passive aggressive with people. It's very important not to do this. This relates directly to your mastery because if you become passive aggressive, you're going to lose the support of people that you need in your life to become a master. It's very difficult to do without help of others. So if you're passive aggressive, it's going to absolutely destroy any chance of that happening until you find new people and start over again flightiness. We like to make sure, a lot of us like to think that we're making a lot of rational decisions. We think we're making logic-based decisions, but a lot of times we're making emotional-based decisions. A lot of times our emotions govern us in ways that we don't understand, and this is going to color our perceptions, change the way that we view things. So it's important to make sure you understand if you're making rational, logic-based, or emotional-based decisions. Sometimes emotional decisions are helpful, but most of the time you're going to need to make logical decisions and you're going to need to step away from the emotional side. Even if you think you already currently are being logical, there's a good chance there's some emotion in your decisions that you need to separate yourself from that could pull you down the wrong path. So guys, this week we did a really, really, really brief high-level summary of mastery. It's really not an easy concept to explain because there's so much knowledge that I've read in the past few weeks researching this. I mean, I'm talking 50 to 60 hours of books reading and this is a literally 10 to 15 minute summary of what's going on in mastery. So what you need to do is just connect with people, connect with yourself, make sure you understand what makes you unique, chase that by learning every single chance you get, and then start tying things together, get to the point where you know as much as the master, and then break those rules. And that is the tried, tested, and true plan that's gotten everyone to the master level. On James, pretty much anyone that you can think of, I know I keep saying the exact same people because I, you know, whatever, I'm not thinking of names on the spot very well, but that's how it is. That's how every single one of them did it. And once you create something new, you'll be the ones creating trends. You'll be the one people are conforming to and you'll forever be remembered for doing those things. So guys, this week's homework is try to figure out if you don't know what makes you unique. What is it that's your dream? What is it that you really want to chase? 
something you need to look within yourself. I can't tell you what that is. No one can tell you what that is, actually. Not your girlfriend, not your mom, not your dad, not your dog. You have to just sit there alone and think, what is it that you love? What is it the world has shaped you into becoming unique with? Guys, thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to come back next week for another amazing podcast episode. This is three. We're doing good. I'm also really tired right now because I'm recording this at like 4 a.m. to get it out in time. So I'll see you all later. Peace.